You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and of, and of course, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. First and foremost, we are your NXT friends. Friends. And we'll always be your NXT friends. And that means even when we are in the middle of a move. Yes. Well, an end of a move. I guess we're in the middle. We're not set up. No. You're, yeah. We look a little weird tonight on I'm, I'm uh, mad. Twitch. I'm, I'm mad by it. It's, no, it's because we... shadows. It's... We've uh, we've upgraded mm. uh, for the, the, the listeners here. We'll get to the NXT, we promise. But uh, we, the BDE, the Braden Davies Estate, has become no more. It's changed to the new BDE. Yes. The BDE 2. Mm-hmm. The BDE Tower. The BDE Waterfront. Yes. BDE Key. The no, BDE Key. The BDE yep. Key. Yeah. Uh, because we are uh, now in this uh, awesome condo downtown Toronto near the lake. Mm. Uh, we get crazy views. We literally are the views from the six because we got all views of all over the place with windows and everything. We so. see everything here. Buildings, water, highways, towers. It's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so we've just been living the best life, to be honest. Uh, you know, we're not trying to brag, but we want to say uh, thanks. This is what we kind of do for a living. And through these crazy times of pandemic and stuff, uh, podcasting has definitely kept us sane. And we've made friends via all over the world from this podcast and keeping connections and stuff. And, and the Patreon, uh, the Patreon where our supporters help us and we're proudly supported by our patrons and well that's kind of like the only kind of gigs we got going around and it's helped us and we we finally moved on up moved on up next we're moving on up we did we met the landlord today yeah and uh as you know if you've been following our adventures trying to move we got turned down by a 
few people. They hated us. And then they're like, podcasting, what's that? Whereas this guy's like, you guys podcast? Rock on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a place to live. So we're feeling super happy uh, right now. We're on top of the world. We've been just unpacking uh, everything. We got brand new. We're, we've been, we, uh, I don't want to say that we've been using Amazon, but uh, we've, we've been, been using Amazon. <laughs> uh, we got Sorry. new like, gamer chairs for the watch alongs and, and, and set. Uh, the set is a work in progress for those. Yeah, jo- I wish it was ready for today. Um, but we got big but things we've coming. We got things coming. We so. we are upgrading. Yeah, we got some ideas. Don't worry, Kyrie. The cutout of Kyrie has made the the move. Yeah, she's here. Uh, Thrown follow- around a bit earlier. <laughs> if you follow the <laughs> Up Next uh, Instagram account and Twitter at Up Next Podcast for all the the the, the moves and stuff, all the views and stuff, because now we can like we can see the CN Tower. We can see Drake chilling on it. We can because you know we do our Wednesday night dinners. Sorry, yeah. Tuesday night Tuesdays, now. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can cook and watch NXT at the same time. There's none of this running into the kitchen to see if something's boiling over. Yeah. And, oh, it's back. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, fuck, I've got to go back and... Now we have an apartment. But the chicken's burning. Yeah. Like, oh. We feel like we're a proper apartment now. We're like a sitcom. We got like a whole... We could film a sitcom here if we wanted to. Shall we? You, the BDE. Yeah. Get Dickie Bird involved. It'd Just film a bunch of shit and send it over to Australia and be like, do yeah. your best. But we're almost done moving. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Now, Now kind of we're everything's done like the stressful parts out the way getting the actual movers who are 90 minutes late and then trying oh. to charge us a hundred dollars more than quoted oh yeah uh you know but still i wouldn't have wanted to do it <laughs> yeah we had we had movers that were scheduled for 8 a.m because we figured out we are moving like really last minute like mm. within the week so we uh got movers last minute and we said we got the elevator from 9 to 12 so that's three hours of moving some stuff and there's only two of us it can't mm. be that much so we got the movers to show up at eight so we could be here when they, we get the elevator. So it could be a swift, swift movement. But then we wake up. We're ready to go. Got everything packed. Movers don't show up. I call them. They go, oh, sorry. Like they're running a little late. They added a, a move last night, 2 a.m. I'm like, mm. what? Okay. So we wait. How long did we wait? We, we waited like an hour and a half. They were, they were 90 minutes late. Yeah. Nine, 9.20 they came. Yeah, our movers were supposed to be there at 8. They came at 9.20 mm. in the morning. So I'm a little pissed off. Uh, and then the very first thing I say, because I see this lorry, this truck arrive. Yeah. It's huge, like too big for what we need. And I, I go, specifically said to them, even before she said, the person I talked to on the phone for this moving company was like, we have three different truck sizes. Mm. I'm like, yeah, there's only two of us. It's like not a full house. It's just two guys moving into an apartment. Like, it's not going to be that much. There's a few beds, that couch, like... She's like, okay, so when you said, oh, you need it to be a specific thing, I'm like, yeah. It couldn't be more than three meters. So, like, there again. Did you tell them it couldn't be more than three meters? No, 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 no. Well, there you go. No, 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 no. She had told me there was three sizes and that she wasn't picking any of the big ones for a move because it was only us two guys. Yeah. Because she was going to charge me more for the bigger trucks. Right. So I said, no. Yeah. So when you said that to me, I was like, perfect, because I specifically remember her saying, like, you have to pay more for the big trucks. And I said, no. And then in the end. They finally get the stuff. The guy's a little loopy. The, fir- the very first thing I say to him is like, hi, how big is this? He goes, I don't know. I go, okay, because it can't be bigger than three meters. Otherwise, we're g- not going to have anywhere to park this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And sure enough, it's like Fuck. three meters five or something like, like bless that. Bless the two dudes. Bless anyone who, do- who does hard labor. Fuck them. No, like <laughs> they got our stuff out and in in time and we worked around the, the problems and stuff and stuff like that. But then when it came time, like... 
they they go like talk for the rate like mm. i was told a specific rate and then i was told a specific rate and then they were gonna i was gonna tip like these guys yeah but i'm like these guys are fucking late but like they still did a quick and, and good job so i was like all right like they got back on my good side and then they make me talk to the owner on on speakerphone and he goes yeah this is your new rate and it's like well <laughs> well no and then you saw i just basically cut a promo on them yeah. and i'm like first of all you're fucking in 90 minutes late second of all fucking no the woman on the phone gave me a, a rate of this and then i quickly pulled the email of course in the email there was no mm. rate written down i was like listen uh i'm paying you what you you told me i was gonna pay you and then i'm tipping your boys which probably equals about the new rate so saying. it's either your your boys don't get tipped or whatever so i'll leave it up to them and of course what do you think they mm. they go ah we'll we'll take that tip so you saw i got, I got into a little yeah. i got into a little it was, it was fr- i mean we were mode. lucky that no one had booked the elevator after us because we were an hour over our time yeah so someone was using the elevator after yeah us. yeah like it's, it's a stressful cool times stressful moving time. is so stressful I hate it. and then you're trying to like think gosh i throw out stuff you find stuff you don't want to see you're like god what do i do with certain things mm. it's just the whole thing is just like but we did it we did it we made it and we're here we made it, mm. yeah. So times are times are good. The BD's looking up. Yes, yeah. So m- way more podcasts to come in the near future, and a new set, which will look good. Not just a white wall, white wall with and Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah, at least we got and Kyrie. shadows. I'm mad about the shadows. Yeah, <laughs> we'll work on the Twitch game, but we got nice chairs now. Yeah, the new desk coming. Yeah, bookshelves, the yeah. whole lot. Life would be good. Yeah, we need an Amazon wish list. <laughs> Some people who just help us buy shit for our set. Uh, this is up next, though. We are an NXT podcast, and we do talk about NXT. We also talk about AEW on BD Elite every Wednesday night. Tomorrow, Blood and Guts. We're going to be doing our first ever watch-along from the new BDE with a Blood and Guts watch-along, and then a post-show as well, live all on twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast, and then of course the podcast will be out wherever, but join us for the watch-along as well, because that'll be super fun. An AEW live Dynamite watch-along, we've not done. No, we haven't. Uh, yeah, not Dynamite. Yeah. No, should be good. So, super excited for that. The War Games. In fact, we've done a War Games show. Mm. We let the Up Next, there's an Elite Up Next facebook group that you can ask to join and we will let you in uh and we put them to a poll of let's go back and watch an old war games pay-per-view in, in honor of blood and guts and the facebook group voted for a wcw nitro from 2000 you voted for it as i well. did yeah but yeah. i didn't realize i fucked up it's wcw war games 2000 which is the triple cage so we just recorded that today i'll release it maybe uh, later out tonight in honor of blood and guts so listen to me and davy talk all about wcw 2000 the last time a war games match was on tnt wow yeah that's insane although was it a war games match really is it really it felt more like a russo's revenge didn't it to me that's what wcw felt like war games 2000 it was the video game essentially yeah so the triple cage and then uh and then maybe we also mention how you've never seen ready to rumble but you have to listen to that show Mm. to hear that uh and the patreon is where it's at because not only is that war games 2000 show coming out but we are also doing a very crazy up yours uh we let our world champ patrons pick movies or wrestling or anything and we'll review it with them sometimes they come on sometimes they don't we just did the strangest crossover of the outsiders which was awesome. So check out us reviewing that classic Greaser versus Socha's movie. But this week, we're talking about 
Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, yeah. Robert Frith, one of our world champions, uh, one of our very early world champions as yeah. well, uh, picked Pee-wee's Big Adventure for us to watch. Oh, my God. You've never seen this either. Not seen this one, no. Oh, it's it's Tim Burton, I believe. I think so, yeah. yeah. So it's definitely up your alley. I think you'll quite enjoy it. But yeah, we'll talk about Pee-wee and Large Marge and all the, the sorts this week. Uh, all the weird reviews that we got going on uh, on the Patreon. But the May schedule is out. May schedule's out. Lots of wrestling, lots of movies. Check it out. It's on our Twitter. It's on our Facebook page. Um, yeah, quite excited for this month. It's It's all over the place as always. Yeah, and it's not uh, noted on the, the the schedule, but we we mentioned that there might possibly be a future watch along slash sing along in the near future. Yeah, we're we're gonna decide on a date, but in the next couple of weeks, we're gonna do a a Disney sing along on Zoom because why not? Yeah, why not? We we all need some. We tend in to our sing lives. Disney anyway on our watch alongs when true. when a match is a little dull. Yeah, um, so why not just do it? We have one in mind. We have a few in mind, mm. but we're starting off with one here that's uh, pretty good. We've already told him what it is. Have I don't we? know why you're being coy. When did we say last week? Oh, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, look forward to that as well. But again, go check out all the socials and the Patreon there for all these shows coming out. So many podcasts, so much fun, all that stuff. I guess we can get into this week's NXT. There is some news that I really want to talk about. Okay. But it's kind of more related to AEW. Okay. Because it involves their champion. Right. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. And how someone else has called him out because he's not only AEW champion, but Kenny Omega is also the AAA yes. champ over there. And Andrade Cien Almas has challenged him for Triple Mania. That sounds amazing. That's, dream match. That's definitely a dream match. That is a match we've talked about on this show, saying we'd love to see that one day. Uh, way before there were even talks of Andrade leaving WWE. So, right. uh, yeah, that sounds amazing i'm sure we'll do very good business for for triple a um 100 yeah i'm trying to look because it feels like we only just had triple mania but that's because it was Move. uh pushed back right yeah um, it's usually in the summertime date. it's usually like i think july or august so yes uh normally yeah scheduled for august so i mean that that sounds like a, a, a match that would just be a big draw to all the fans like you get the the WWE people who like Andrade but wanted to see him do more and mm. then the Kenny crap like it, it just all kind of comes together I feel together. their styles will just go together so well yeah definitely I mean Andrade versus like a lot of people I want Andrade Okada I want Andrade in the G1 oh, yeah. right but Okada ver- sorry Andrade versus Kenny sounds insane so mm. Andrade versus Joe in some other territory is Joe allowed who knows? That's, we still don't know, do we? We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I want it to happen. But yeah. Uh, can't wait. Like, Summertime, Triple Mania, something like that. When did we watch it? It was pushed back. It was pushed back, but I think it was meant to be for all. <laughs> Chessman versus yeah, we Pagano. Loved, we loved, uh, what was it? Triple Mania was the Chessman Pagano in this weird bl- Hugo bladed for no reason. Yeah. Uh, there was the Kenny Laredo kid match yep. as well. So there was a lot of good stuff on that, that show. That weird women's gauntlet thing. That show was terrible, but that it was, was so much fun. Show, but yeah, but one of the best fun. shows of the year. Uh, well, let's get into some NXT because maybe this was one of the best shows of the year for NXT at, at least. Because we're talking about NXT from May 4th. Yes, may the 4th be with you always. NXT 
from the Capitol Wrestling Center. And we start off with a bit of a, a grudge match. Yeah, like this has been brewing for a while. We've seen it's almost a best of five or best of seven here between these guys. Leon Ruff, Isaiah, Swerve, Scott, they're going to settle it. They've been attacking. It will all start with Swerve being a dick mm. and then Ruff getting some revenge, attacking him the same way. Then they had a match, which was like a show stealer. And yep. then now here it is. The Both have wins over each other. Yeah. And now it's a false count anywhere. Like they're going to fight all over the place here. So the match starts off and Ruff runs right at Swerve, but runs right into a knee and sells it like he's just like about to lose right I away. I love the start of yeah. this match. Uh, Swerve just kind of like playing possum almost, just biding his time in the corner, getting ready, knowing that Ruff is going to try and jump him and just turns around, lifts his knee, smacks him right in the face. I thought it was a great start. They they go back and forth for counter for counter, which is great. And then Swer- Swerve is on the outside and Ruff goes for a tope, but it's caught onto the shoulders of Swerve. And then he gives him a Death Valley driver into the apron, just dumping him. This was nasty. Just on his head. Yeah, this was crazy. Wow. They go back in the ring and Swerve hits him with this crazy high angle superplex, uh, starts chopping him around. Uh, apparently, there's a, pic- a we go to break and there's picture on picture. We don't get that in Canada. Mm. They just go to break, even though they they promote it. They're like, here's picture in picture. And then we just, we don't get it. But apparently they were like fighting all around ringside with like toolboxes and weapons and stuff like that. When we come back. It's the lights. They yeah. were fighting around the lights. When we come back, there's this crazy tope from Ruff off the stage. Goes for his crucifix bomb off the second rope, but it's only a near fall. There's then a spot where Swerve is on the apron and it's, it's. Ruff, who hits him with a poison rana off the apron, sending Swerve flying. This was crazy. Yeah, this looked nuts. Yeah, poison rana, just sending it, just crazy. To the floor off the yeah. apron. There's then Ruff, who comes comes at him with the toolbox to, like, uh, like the ankle here. Uh, was there a spot where Swerve dodges him and basically JML drives him on the outside after throwing him into, the, like, the, the glass and stuff? Just the crazy back and forth is insane. Ruff, though, comes back with the toolbox to the knee and then a knee bar and then flying cutters all over the place. Cutter, cutter there, cutter there, and then does one off the, like, the barricade. He's going for one on the outside and Ruff climbs the, like, the camera set crew. And then we see this guy show up who attacks Leon Ruff, AJ Francis, who puts Ruff on his shoulders and hits him with, like, kind of like the sushi, sorry, the Ushigoroshi. It's like the, the fireman carry attitude adjustment, but like onto the railing, just yeah, destroying yeah, just destroying him. He was out. Swerve picks him up in the ring, hits the JML driver, and just again crushing this kid. He's getting taken all of these crazy mm. bumps. And uh Isaiah Swerve Scott's going sicko mode. He beats Leon Ruff. This was great. Uh I feel this feud has kind of been the Keith Lee. Dominic Dijakovic feud from a couple of years ago where it just was on TV and sort of snuck up on you and you went, wow, these are great. Uh, I've really loved this, uh, the all these matches, and I thought this one was great. I know with the street fight being later, I like how they kept the weapons just to that toolbox. Everything else was just nasty bumps, like stuff on the floor, stuff in the, Around the on ring. the screens, the ramp and stuff like that. And it reminded me, we watched that Botchamania the other day where it was that 205 Live match, I think, where, uh, was it Buddy Murphy and Ali? And they said, okay, it's a 
uh, no DQ match, but you're not allowed to use any weapons because we got this match on later. And all they used was the stairs. Do you remember? We watched <laughs> oh, it the other yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. And they actually did a really good match. And I kind of felt this was maybe what these guys were told. Weird. But I loved it. Um, and then AJ Francis. It took me a second to realize yeah. I've been watching this Hidden Treasures show. I didn't know this guy was a wrestler. I just thought he was a guy who was interested in Mick Foley's old flannel Cactus Jack shirt. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not uh, super aware of him, but apparently, like, he does music with Swerve. Okay. He was in a studio with him last week, mm. apparently, in the video, and, like, it kind of seems there's a whole unit here. Because after the match, uh, Swerve squads up because he's got this guy, AJ Francis, uh, Ashanti, the Adonis is there, and then uh, I can't remember the the other one but uh like the, the girl's name yeah um they got a whole like squad here with isaiah swerve scott and uh he he got his win over leon ruff i mean he did it in a sleazy way but yeah he, he uh, wins i liked it and i like this new group i think they they seem uh yeah i think they look good they look cool and seem kind of real don't feel wwe-ified yet like i yeah. i feel these are genuine people that would hang out together and i could imagine them you know, leaving now and just heading out on the town. Maybe Swerve should put some clothes on, but yeah, yeah. It, it feels like a, a good fit. I think. They they are like they make music and stuff together. Right. I've, I've seen their Instagrams and stuff, so cool. like they definitely are working together and stuff. So I'm definitely interested in that. Hip hop and wrestling goes together for me. And Ruff was taking nasty bumps, oh, crazy, this, just throwing throwing all around the place. Um, so was Swerve. Swerve's insane. Yeah. We've seen Swerve do some crazy. Things, I, I really like both these guys. This was awesome. especially Swerve. This was awesome. This mm. was a banger. Honestly, these guys uh, went out there and just did some crazy stuff, but definitely delivered and i'm interested to see swerve's empire grow we go to johnny gargano and austin theory they're barging into william regal's office when we see he's sitting down with scarlet and uh johnny's talking about uh, carrying cross and dexter loomis or who i don't know who johnny's mad at he's always mad at someone but he's mad about the bronson reed title match he has next week and Austin Theory looks over at Scarlett, who is wearing, I guess you could say, maybe a revealing top, mm. so to speak. And Austin Theory looks down at her and says, whoa, those are huge. Are they real? They, they gotta be. Those are the biggest nails I've ever seen. Let <laughs> me see these nails. And he's looking at her like claw-like nails. And pulls them away. Yes, boob jokes on NXT. NXT. Why not? We were watching WCW earlier. Oh, there were loads oh, of boob jokes. Yeah, major guns. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I was mean, just, oh, it's Lance Storm and Elix Skipper again. If you're comparing boob jokes to, I guess, what they used to be in wrestling, then this isn't like anything crossing a line. But yeah, no, okay. this was funny. Yeah. Come on, they, it was. Yeah. They know. No, it was fun. Uh, yeah, nice little play there. <laughs> <laughs> High quality humor. Just boobs. Boobs. Yeah, boobs are always over. I saw someone post a pic um, <laughs> of on like, Oni Lorcan looking down from a couple of weeks ago as well oh. with Scarlet. Oh. Um, yeah, quite, <laughs> quite funny. <laughs> we go to our next match, which is Asher Hale, formerly known as Anthony Henry. Yes. Uh, I believe. So, like, a, what, Evolve type yep. guy? Um, and he's going up against. Cameron Grabs. The the Doge coin. What is it? Dodge? Doge? Not Dodge. Dog? Yeah, dog coin? Thing, yeah. Yeah. So Cameron Grimes is up this week, apparently. So he's even more richer. But he's going up against Asher Hale. 
Um, this guy's got like a like kind of like a Darby Allen look, like got the the, the hot topic that. like gears kind of thing like that alt mm. style, you know. Sure. Um, and yeah, I didn't recognize him at first. He didn't look like I remembered him from Evolve. Yeah, I thought that too. Yeah, he's grown his hair out and stuff. I think and yeah. Well, Grimes beats down on him. Uh, Hale tries to come back with an Enzigiri at one point. There's then this like double leg twisting dragon screw out of the ropes which looked pretty impressive and then Grimes hits him with the side effect and the cave in and he goes to the moon it's kind of light work Hale got some offense there was like the I mentioned the Enziguri and like a springboard drop kick and stuff but um, yeah it was pretty much like Cameron just squashing. yeah I wonder we're still trying to figure out what this diamond mine group is that or whatever it is mm. uh, that's going to be advertised later remember when kind of they brought in Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish and they both pretty much just jobbed out to Alistair Black didn't they before disappearing and then coming back with this group I still wonder if Anthony Henry might be uh, part of that and this might just be a little TV introduction to kind of He's got squash. a cool. He's got a cool look. Yeah, so. I like his style. His yeah. ring style is really good. Yeah, I uh, can obviously see something. this was just a an easy win for Grimes, but I was wondering if this was like test the waters a bit with him in front of the camera and stuff, maybe before something a bit bigger. Yeah, I uh, hope to see it, and I like to see where Cameron Grimes gets a win at mm. some some point. Uh, we go to Caden and Casey. Yes, they're back as a team. Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. Um, they're talking all about ghosts and they don't really believe in ghosts and they don't, they run out of haunted houses and stuff like that. Um, and they have their eyes set on tag team titles, the women's tag titles. So whoever wins in the main event tonight, they want next yes. for those tag women's tag titles. But then they Fra- don't deserve it. Like, why do they? No, they haven't won anything. That's what Frankie comes in. Yeah. Frankie Monet comes in and basically says that like, uh, you're not really worth that yet. She's like, one day you'll be there. Yeah, not. She's like, you got years to go. Uh, so that's this. Uh, so Kate and Casey just walking off the fact that Zia Lee like washed her up, washed them both, and then they, they, just, they said a bit about yeah, her the at ghosts, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, the ghosts and stuff, which we didn't see Zia Lee or any of them. Yeah, I still don't. I still don't get these two because I know they're meant to be baby faces, but whenever they talk, they just seem a bit whiny. They seem not. Do, do they, you know, no, they seem like heels to me. They do. They yeah. they just feel a bit obnoxious, and and I know the story was meant to be Zaylee's the heel, and they're the the baby faces. Yeah. But I felt like they were getting into Zaya's business, and even here, it's like, why are you going for the tag titles? You haven't won anything. You you both just Beat lost Zia Lee first. <laughs> yeah, you both just lost a singles feud. Um, but I do like how Frankie Monet is just interfering with kind of everyone in the women's division just stirring the pot uh i've quite enjoyed that she's a mean girl mm. yeah we go to cameron grimes who's celebrating his win tonight because he's so over the moon he's going to the moon and he's with ever and they kind of schmooze their way in with their coffee mugs and they kind of are like hey we, you know we like money too and stuff and cameron grimes kind of plays up he's thinking about them joining him but he just kind of leaves them so cameron grimes is gonna party without them which would be a fun pairing. Shame, yeah. Ever Rising yeah. Grimes sounds good. Ever Grimes. Ever Grimes. Oh, yeah. Come on. we got to have that. Yeah. I want them to... Because Grimes is the one who's been chasing after other people for, like, the stable, right? The Undisputed Era. But now Ever Rise is coming after him. It's like there's a chain of people... You know... Yeah. I, I'm picturing now. Because I always say, is it, uh, is it Matt Martell? 
who looks a bit like Matt Jackson, like a bit of a chubbier okay. Matt Jackson. Then with Cameron Grimes, they can even do the money bit, all the dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be Just good. turn them into NXT's young bucks. You, they would be good to have. Like, I think so. I think that could be quite fun. Group. And then like he pays them off because they do their Everrise show. Mm. He pays them off so that on their show they're like, and Cameron Grimes last week with the biggest win in NXT, yeah. like they like big him up so much. Yeah, he pays them off. Uh, too bad. Too bad Grimes doesn't hang out with Maybe them. Maybe he'll reconsider. Hopefully. Ever Grimes. Mm. Coming soon. We go to the grizzled young veterans, Zach Gibson and James Drake. They're ready for a match. They say they don't like how Thatcher brought over to here to North America the shoes off for Gibson chant. Mm. Because no one wants to see all these people's webbed toes in this dump of a country. Damn. Damn. It's pretty mean. Yeah. Wow. He says it's time to celebrate when the Grizzled Young Veterans finally become tag champions. But first, they got to go through these guys. And out come the actual Grizzled old veterans. They're not older. Champer is younger than John Way. (laughs) Trust I looked it up during this show. How old are John Way? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, the Grizzled Old Veterans. How old are John Way? Oh, I don't know if I should be saying like I'm pretty gotta, sure they say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's, I think they're 36, are they not? Probably. That's Champa's out. 35. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Champa like is ripped though, but he's got he had the old he's man just, hair, right? Yeah, but then if you think about it, like I've got grey in my beard, right. As well, but okay. I keep it short. But it, if you let it go long, maybe, well, you're 36. I'm 31. <laughs> fuck off. But maybe if I grew it long, and I don't know. Yeah. Looked as tired as Champa does. I'm feeling as tired. Well, he has a kid. Yeah. True. And like, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about kids, but I have certain thoughts about kids. I, I save it for off the air. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck the kids. No, I'm joking. Up next, Mania. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so th- it's funny because they, they are the grizzled young veterans. Like, yeah. they, they, they're just. They're just grizzled vets. They haven't said they're old. They yeah. said we're grizzled veterans. We're grizzled vets. We're not young, but we're not. So it's the grizzled young veterans versus yeah. the grizzled veterans. I don't know how Tim is, though. He's probably like 29 or something ridiculous. You think Tim Thad? No, no Timothy's got to be like 36 too. He's 38. Okay. He's 38. Champ is 35. No, I don't think those, that's old. No. Like in my own, I don't think that's old. I'm only 29 still, but. No, they're not old. That's not old. Yeah. How old? I guess the grizzled young James veterans. James Drake's 28. <laughs> And yeah, they're actually young. Zach Gibson. Yeah, he's probably like 30. Zach Gibson's 30. Yeah. Yeah. So they are the grizzled young veterans. There could be the, like a different team that are younger. Like they're uh, like apprentices that mm. are the grizzled younger veterans. Yeah. Or I guess you, that, then you can't be veterans. I think they'll probably always be the grizzled young vets, even when they're 80. All right. Yeah. Yeah, true. Like the young bucks are not going to just the old be bucks. the bucks, are they? Well, we do call them the bucks. They always be the yeah. young heartbreak bucks. kid, Shawn Michaels. All right, he ain't no kid. Heartbreak man, heartbreak man. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds sad, doesn't it? <laughs> sounds like a song. I'm the heartbreak man. Yeah, I like it. Someone should patent that, make that a thing. So, grizzled young veterans versus Champa and Thatcher start off. Here is uh, Thatcher and Gibson who are tying it up back and forth to, like submissions. I was kind of interested to see these two wrestle some more. Gibson and Thatcher both have this like kind of 
technical style. Thatcher, obviously, a bit more gritty and, and mm. striking in the, the whole MMA school thing. Um, there's then the, the grizzled young veterans piss off Thatcher and Champa that they both set them down and in stereo do the like clubs, the 10 beats of the Baron the blade. 10 beats thing, of the Baron. Yeah, they had them in the headlock, though, as they were doing. Yeah, it looked great. Nifty. As they go to commercial break, but when we come back, uh, it's the grizzled young vets who are like in control. And there's this weird spot where I don't know who's supposed to be the legal man. I don't think they knew. Did, yeah, this was weird. It looked like it was to set up for some kind of distraction thing, but Gibson tagged in. Drake was like, no, you didn't tag in or you weren't holding the tag rope. You mean or something Drake? Like that. Drake Works. The referee. The ref, yeah. Right, yeah. I don't want to get into it. Um, <laughs> and. And yeah, so he was like, oh, you didn't tag in, but he was like, I did tag in. But then meanwhile, Thatcher and Drake kind of just stopped what they were doing until Drake eventually attacked him. But I don't know. It felt like something was maybe like a distraction or something was meant to happen. So like the ref Drake Mm. just didn't know what was going on. No. I don't know. None of it. Yeah, uh-huh. just bizarre. But it continued. There was a head-to-head collision. There's then Champa who comes in with a hot tag. The running clothesline train just all back and forth clotheslines. Finally ends with a double clothesline out of the corner. There's then Ch- chops from Champa lighting up James Drake's chest is just getting super red here. Thatcher with butterfly suplexes into different transitions. Gibson tries to fight back. There's the throat chop and then... Uh, there's like a tope to Champa at one point. There's a stalling suplex into the twisting neckbreaker, like the the gold dust uh, curtain call type mm. move for a near fall. And then it's there's a shoe that gets involved here. Obviously, shoes off for Gibson. And when the yeah, ref- Champa tries to get in the ring, yeah. while he's not legal, and the referee tries to get him out of there. And it's Thatcher who's got a shoe that he takes away from Gibson, I think, uh, from uh, Drake, James Drake. And then he hits, he hits Gibson with the shoe in the head, like the sole of the shoe. And it's like a dress shoe, like mm-hmm. a men's dress shoe. And then he knocks him down to the ground and then locks in the Fujiwara armbar, just wrenching away on Gibson's arm. And he is forced to tap out. So the Grizzled Vets, Timothy Thatcher, Toothless Tim, and Mad Daddy Champa win this match. But yeah... Uh, Wade Barrett's on commentary saying, wait, that's my shoe. That's my shoe. Give me my shoe. And his shoe was used as a weapon here. Shoes on, Gibson. Yeah. Um, interesting finish. I couldn't quite tell. From the celebration, it kind of felt like a heel turn from these two. But then as they were going up the ramp and they were getting uh, the ref to like raise their arms and Champ was doing the whole thing with the, putting the shoe behind his back, I'm wondering if they're going more of a like an Eddie route where they're like your baby faces who are going to cheat, like especially against other heel teams. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely def- like character change for this team, but not quite sure where. Well, I mean, you got to wait, I guess, keep the Grizzled Young Bets kind of cool and for the eventual feud of MSK. Mm. So right now, go tangle with these guys. But uh, I think it just prolongs a rematch down the line where Grizzled Young Bets get there their win back and maybe they do something even more do you heelish. see them doing more cheating yeah they should the Grizzly Young Vets should definitely no I'm talking about Champa uh, yeah or maybe it's setting up that Champa was like hey why did you use the shoe because that's a mean tactic mm. or, I don't know I don't know uh, this match slightly disappointed me it wasn't bad yeah but I was expecting a bit more just because I I really like both these teams so uh, it was it was okay but uh, I 
think there's more that these two can deliver. Yeah, imagine these two teams at a takeover. Like, that would be crazy. Yeah, like, it just didn't feel quite there. I always enjoy Champa's hot tag, though. He's The clothesline. He's great. We go to the way, and Johnny and Theory are going to bust down Regal's door, but instead they knock. And Regal says that it's going to be Theory versus Cross next week, as well as Champa, uh, sorry, Gargano versus Reed for the North American title. Uh, obviously, Cross saw the segment earlier where Austin Theory was staring at Scarlet's nails. Yes. And he got upset. So he wants a match with Theory next week. So the way are in some hot water next week. Regal seemed a bit uh, like just disapproving of it as well. Like, come on, lad. You know? <laughs> you know he's watching. He's, he's coming. Like, oh, for- come on. Come on, Austin. Yeah. We see Isaiah Swerve Scott with the crew. And he says, I told y'all, Swerve was going to beat Ruff. And I did. So he walks off with his new gang. Mm. So he's he's full baddie mode as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got some fa- factions. Got a lot of factions going Love on. Love factions in wrestling. Oh, yeah. Right? It's the hot thing. Factions. So hot right now. Stable. Good. We've been wanting it. We've been calling for yeah. it for years. We've exactly. Been going, where are the factions? Where are they? Where are they? Where have they gone? <laughs> now we've got What are you waiting for? <laughs> where are the stables? We go to Saray, the is it the Warrior of the Sun? Yes. She is going to face Zeta Ramir a little bit later on tonight, so that sounds pretty uh, exciting. But we have Karrion Cross and Scarlet come out down to the ring. Uh, and Karrion Cross is in his best uh, what did we how did we put it a beast before he changes into the beast attire. Yeah. Or, or when he's transformed from the beast at the end of the film, and he's still in guy. his beast like costume, but yeah. like his fur's gone. This is like this is like a Beauty and the Beast yeah, outfit. Nice silver patterned waistcoat shirt, like the vest with like the weird patterns going up yeah. and down it. Like very very Beauty and the Beast. Mm. He clearly is a fan of our upcoming Beauty and the Beast watch along slash sing along. I think he'll join in if he wears the vest. Yeah, yeah. What's with vests? It looks like he's into weirder shit than singing Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> judging by his entrance and stuff. And his wife's nails. Yeah. Uh, so Karrion Cross and, and Scarlet come down here. Cross has a microphone. He says, it seems like everyone wants to step up and they are not afraid. Well, I'm not afraid either. So what are we waiting for? Let's give the people what they want. Austin Theory, next week, I'm going to leave you unconscious in the ring. And as for Kyle O'Reilly, and well, Kyle O'Reilly comes out. Cool Kyle comes down to the ring. Now he's rocking um, a Easy e t-shirt. Okay. He's still rocking different... It's not just bands now. It's like just artists. He's branching out. I prefer this look. The happy Kyle rather than the, the jean vest. The jean vest is pretty happy, Kyle. This no, is like, no, that's mo- that's mad, Kyle. That's betrayed, Kyle. In a oh, you mean yeah, the denim then, vest? Yeah, and sorry, then he sorry. beats. He well, beats he was Cole, a, he, and now he's all happy. But he yeah, wears, yeah, he wears like straw fedoras and open open flannel with band t-shirts underneath, sunglasses, with jeans, sunglasses. He's happy, Kyle. Yeah, well, he's cool. He says, "I get it. Your pure dominance. Well, I came out here to talk to your face because that's how I do things. I talk face to face. And, well, he's interrupted because Pete Dunn comes out. You wouldn't know because he comes out with that new music that I'm not too big on. Didn't even 
most. It's just like droning noise. To be honest, his last one was that as well. His last one had some bits that were cool. Like Mm -hmm. I I agree, a lot of people think so. Yeah, Um, not this guy. Yeah, this one. Uh, I guess is the part where I slide in the hot take of Roman's new theme isn't really fitting to Roman. It's grown on me a lot, actually. The piano still sounds so weird. I, I, it's grown on me because it's a bit different now. Yeah. Um, I think he should get new music. It just kind of wasn't what I expected from I, this I think character. it... Yeah, I, it sounded... We watched SmackDown together. We watched that match. Yeah. And it was jarring at first, especially the piano. Sounded... It's weird. Weird. Um, but the more I've listened to it, it's quite catchy. It, it definitely reminds me of Succession. Uh, I've played that to you a few times. But what I do like about it is it's kind of got elements of his old theme in it. So it, it feels like he's, like the character has evolved. Everyone's like, he's evolving into the final boss. And now it's got like portions which almost has the da da from the shield music. Mm. And then it's mixed in with this kind of piano which kind of feels more like the mafia boss like think godfather and stuff they're always listening to like (laughs) classical music and things what i don't like about it though and this is my thing with all the wwe themes it sounds like it's made on a computer you know that doesn't sound like a real piano it doesn't sound like real drums or anything it sounds fake yeah and that's what especially main roster just feels you watch it and you've got these fucking screens with people it feels it feels very fake and that I think like this same theme, but like a Jim Johnson one with real instruments or something could be really good. I I think he should have vocals in like a song because mm. I think they're trying to go with like the rock, right? The rock's theme wasn't straight up rock music or rap music, yeah. like hip hop. It was kind of like a fusion. Between, yeah. And that's what yeah. they're definitely trying to go for with him, with the trap mixed drums mixed in with the guitars and stuff as well with the piano. But it just, it doesn't make, like he comes out, he's epic. He's in this epic rant. Mm. I'm loving Roman Reigns right now, but I'm like, it just didn't kind of fit. It sounds like an Eminem beat from like a few years ago. It's just kind of like, okay. Like, I don't know, maybe I, maybe they do add vocals. I'm, I'm wondering as well, kind of changing the lighting and stuff to fit the music more, because he still came out just his Roman blue, like, standard right, lights. Right, yeah. You know, and maybe if something fitted in with the piano a bit more. Um, but yeah, I, it's gro- I've listened to it a few times. I'm still undecided whether it works for entrance music. That's the thing, yeah, but it, it's, it's kind of catchy. You knew you knew it wasn't the right move for Roman when it's it's another one of these WWE themes that got the oh in the beginning of yeah. it. Instantly, you're like, really? That just makes you like that doesn't sound like I original. Agree. You just plucked this out of a someone went, okay, here's a hundred beats, mm. pick one, and they went, all right, that one sounds cool. Let's add a oh to the beginning. It's like, come on, what's what's with these choirs right now? Choirs oh. also so hot right now. Pete didn't have one. <laughs> Pete doesn't have a choir. He's got yeah. raging guitar. I mean, Kyle's theme is new, and that's grown on me, but I feel like they've added to it. I can't remember any of them yet. I need to listen to a few of these back, but um, yeah, See, none of them are doing... WWE music in general right now isn't really doing it. Just me. do what Tony Khan does. Just be like, what do you want? Buy what do you stuff. want as a theme? You want, you want Tarzan Boy? All right, fuck it. Here it is. Yeah, they yeah. don't want to pay for it forever. Though that's the thing. But you just do it for a few years and then move on. Yeah, but then it sucks on the network. You go back guess, and watch yeah. some of those old things and it sucks when the music's been removed. Or just just try out different music companies. Clearly, like yeah. they use yeah. you hear like like Jeff Hardy Boys theme song and used it's stock footed music. Mm. You can find that in commercials and stuff. Same with MJ MJF's from AEW. Right. Steam is used everywhere. Okay. Like these are from like stock things, and that's what WWE does as well. The reason that a lot of these themes like the licensing came up and stuff is also because they don't want to renew the licensing for that specific 
like under that mm. portion. So they probably have deals with all these things, but just maybe pay a little bit more and you get better, like sounding things. You can't pay more because they're paying to get Eva Marie back on Raw. Yeah, you're right. And yeah. like, we got to do that. So it's like, do you have a good theme or do you have Eva Marie? Come on. It's tough. You've got to weigh it up. Does Eva Marie have a good theme? She doesn't need a good fit theme. She's Eva Marie. Just no theme song. No theme. Just comes out. Just come out for a whole three hours of Raw. Right. Yeah. yeah. With red nails. I think she's purple now, isn't she? Oh. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, I mentioned Pete Dunne came out. Sorry we went on a tangent, but we had to talk <laughs> about theme songs. And Pete Dunne isn't recognizable anymore. Yeah, I so didn't. I was like, okay. I'll listen to Pete. it again later. Pete interrupts Kyle O'Reilly and Karen Cross. And Pete Dunne says, are you two having a laugh? I don't care about this new cool Kyle. Don't care about you. And I don't care about Cross being the NXT champion. I'm the baddest man in NXT. And then he's interrupted because out comes Finn Balor, who comes out raging, says, Pete Dunne, been there, done it. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle O'Reilly, been there, done that twice. And then goes up to Cross, carrying Cross, and it just ends up being an all-out brawl. All four guys yeah, are fighting. Yeah, Finn is cheeky here. Yeah. Because he's going to, like, he's pretending like he's going to say something. And he just forearms crossing the yeah. face. And yeah. then it's just all four guys going at it here, brawling. Kyle, Pete, and uh, Cross, and Finn, they're all going at it. And then, like, security tries to separate them. There's a security guard who eats this crazy Saito suplex, the Doomsday, from... Karen Cross just looks nasty, dropping him on his head. Uh, and then from all this chaos, the way Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory from behind attack Karrion Cross, he tries to get the advantage even on both of them, but then it's like double super kicks and all this stuff. So they're kind of getting the the upper hand over Cross here for next week. But uh, overall, I enjoyed everyone's... Yeah, big beat down from them. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Like they beat him up and take him out here. So like the super kicks and everything. But overall, like the four main guys of NXT lately have been these four. So I thought they all did a pretty good job. I, I like it. And I, I felt the show as a whole um, was really good at introducing like, like fresh new on the undercard. And now this is your new crop of top talent. And sure, Finn, Finn's been in the main event scene for a while. But Kyle and Dunn feels kind of fresh. Like they, they're still trying to get that title so I like this picture of the four. Do you assume we're going for a Fatal 4-Way from this? Yeah, I mean, it looks that way, right? NXT Fatal 4-Way? Yeah. Takeover? Part was that, Is that what they called it? Yeah. It was, yeah. Or maybe they'll just do our favorite Fatal 4-Way Iron Man match again. Maybe. That would be crazy. Do you... Um, like, I love the idea of this Fatal 4-Way, but mainly because I haven't really been interested in any Carrion Cross main events. Yeah. Do you think this is maybe a sign that they think of that, or maybe it's to switch it up? Uh, like I think yeah, it's going to be a, it's it'll be a better main event with your Kyles in it, your Duns in it, your Finns in it. NXT rarely does this one on one. Yeah, at least for Takeover. So maybe it's a TV maybe paper a TV match like a big Tuesday night kind of thing. So mm-hmm. they haven't done that in a while. So maybe they push towards that. I would love if they do another Takeover because why not do it? But. Yeah. Fatal four-way match sounds fun between all four of these guys because so. these guys are good. Uh, I, I would say the odd man out is Cross because everyone, I think, we're all kind of on the same page. Like, all right, we need to see you bring it. Oddly enough, that was what his promo was on everyone else. He says he's, he's not sold on everyone else. So when everyone watching is like, oh, well, actually, uh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I loved Finn Kyle, uh, Finn Pete, 
and Pete, Kyle, like those. And Kyle, Pete. Yeah, like they all intertwined there. It was great. And Kyle, yeah. So I think it could be a good match. Yeah, I, I like the idea of the four-way definitely way more than uh, any singles match with Cross, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, um, I just want the uh, uh, me, like the story going down is I kind of want Finn to hang around NXT. And, and I wish he kind of I wish he kind of never lost. I wish he kind of mm-hmm. went on this reign, this terror. Um, because I think the inev- the story that we kind of want is Kyle eventually getting another shot at Finn and beating him. Yeah. And that's how he like wins the title. That's how I see it. We didn't, there was no mention of Adam Cole. So that is another way. Like Kyle could get the shot in the fatal four way and you think he's about to win, but Cole comes back and takes him out and mm-hmm. like screws him over. Or maybe Cole comes back next week and says, Hey, did you not hear my promo last week? Where like, Oh, that's definitely unfinished because you yeah. have Kyle watching. Uh, what I did like was when Kyle stood up to Cross and challenged him, um, Cross seemed to like the idea. So mm. I think a one-on-one between those two is definitely happening down the line. And I also liked when uh, when Finn attacked Cross, Dunn backed off. Dunn was like, oh, no, no, I don't want anything to do and only attacked when he turned. Um, yeah, I like this. I think they've established these contenders pretty well and... They all have a reason to be there. Like Dunn beating Kushida. Obviously, Finn wants his uh, title back. Um, and Kyle's on a roll. So I, I'm liking this a lot. Finn is right, though. He's like, uh, I beat you both. So it's really just me who gets the title shot. Yeah. So, but yeah, the others got got some gripes, but not as, as much as Finn. But I, I like this segment. It kind of makes me want to see this four-way match or a tournament to get to that match. I don't know, something like that. I also, this might sound silly, but it was something I noticed on the whole show. I love how everyone in NXT seems to have their own style. You don't see many of them just walking around in their T-shirts. So, sure, some of them, but like... All four guys here. You've got Cross in his beast costume, the waistcoat. You've got Finn in his leather jacket with shirt, always looking great. Dunn is in his, you know, skinny jeans, black shirt. Kyle in his happy Kyle outfit. But none of of them are in there like Finn Balor, you know, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. And it just makes them feel cooler to me. Like I'm watching them and these guys feel like the stars. Yeah, it's true. Seeing Swerve with his group earlier, it's not like a bunch of guys, and that's why it stands out with the way, because they're meant to be dorks, and they're all walking around in their way t-shirts, and it's, I don't know, I I think back to the days of, like, The Rock and things like that. Sure, The Rock would wear a, like, the SmackDown t-shirt, but I'm thinking of him in, you know, the, the shirts, the $500 shirts and all that, and I think it makes you feel more of a star than just being in a WWEshop.com t-shirt with your face on it. Yeah, Jericho like o- always didn't have a lot of merch for a while because mm. he's like, yeah, my character never wore shirts. So how am I supposed to sell these things? Like, because yeah. I'd never wear it. But like, you don't always have to wear your your merch either. No. But these guys all looked like stars. You're right. Even the Beast vest. Oh yeah. If you dress like a Disney character, you're all right. You're all right. In I our guess eyes. in yeah. a weird, strange way. Mm. Like I can't tell if I hate it or I love it. Probably hate it. I I used to be big into waistcoats. Into vest. You were a vest guy. Yeah. Wow. Skinny tie and waistcoat on a night out. It's a look. My straightened hair. Straightened hair? Oh, yeah. All right. I've made bad decisions. (laughs) I've made decisions. (laughs) We've all made bad decisions. It's fine. Saray versus Zeta Ramir. Is Zeta Ramir, the newcomer here in NXT, about to make a bad decision? Going up against the other newcomer, Saray. Um, Zeta's the one who did the shooting star last week, which impressed the the wrestling world with that crazy shooting Mm. star. Hats off. 
to Zeta. She's impressive. So this was kind of uh, interesting to see. Um, there's Z- Zeta actually who gets the offense early on Saray and put, locks her in a STF submission hold. Uh, but then Saray comes back and locks Zeta in a submission of her own, the, the Muda lock, which looked great. Uh, sorry, Saray locks her in the Muda lock. Um, and then there's, um, like rope break. So Zeta gets out of here, uh, eventually. Uh, there's then a running drop kick to the face, like against the ropes. We've seen her do this last time she had a match, which just looks crazy. There's then another missile drop kick and goes for the ropes drop kick again, but misses it. Uh, and then, Zeta goes for some things but gets blocked, and it's Saray who hits this huge, like, overhead exploder, T-bone, Taz, suplex, Yuranagi thing, crushing her, and Saray wins the match. Yeah, another good showing from Saray. Um, this women's division is just great, isn't it? I, like, Zeta Ramir uh, looked good here again. Obviously, she's she's taking the loss. Saray is the big, big signing we're going to be building up, but after her beautiful shooting star press last week, I don't think she looked bad at all this week either. And you've got Zoe Stark on the rise as well. And I, yeah, I just think this this women's division top to bottom is is so strong right now. And I love how they're they're slowly building these people on the bottom on the way up. Yeah, it's it's cool to see like new stars as well mm. being brought in and kind of like yeah, they're enhancement talent, but they're getting stuff in. They're they're get building their ranks like they're over, going yeah over the last few weeks it feels like or months it feels like they've moved away from your comedy jobbers that that we always have on raw and smackdown you know like your cameron grimes that character would be getting squashed every single week on raw i feel right but he does the comedy does the comedy great but then when he needs to he'll stomp on your chest and wrestle yeah, he like he wants to win you know and and that's what I like even the like Azada Ramir here who's just doing uh, like putting over Saray like doesn't look bad doesn't look like a geek in the loss at all and I think that's currently with NXT everyone yeah it's like Zoe Stark maybe Austin Theory sometimes but even him he'll like put on a good match before losing yeah it's all about showcasing what they can do mm. and building and yeah uh, it's fine we see Imperium in their locker room with an iPad and they're on FaceTime with Walter. Yes. This was kind of weird. It's like they're all like watching like a, like a Zoom teaching school lesson yeah. from their teacher who's just like, ah, can you hear me? Wait, can you hear me? Wait, hold on. Let me, is this thing, turn the volume up. Yeah, or turn the fake crowd noise down <laughs> while you're speaking German through an iPad that's so he, being picked up by a microphone. Yeah. Like, I hate it. It took me about 30 seconds before I went, oh, he's speaking German because the sound was just bad. What did he say? Uh, All I heard was incompetence because it's the same word in English. Oh. Was he talking about the segment? I'll go back and try and listen. He was talking about how we're doing this via iPad. I can't just send in a video. (laughs) Why did you film it like this? (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. Still, not. They just need to sort out the sound. I I don't mind talking to the people on the iPad because that that feels real right like it's oh yeah. Walter wants to call us lads get him on the tablet but quick it's the sounds bad but then he's talking German so why do I need to hear it yeah like for us really I mean he looked better here than he did at that one Survivor Series so mm. yeah well does this mean he's coming back 
Is that what he was trying to say? I don't know. Is Walter going to come back? It sounded like he was he was giving instructions and kind of. I don't I don't speak German, but I think I actually understood what he said. Maybe we got to listen back. I think what he was trying to say, but in German, he was saying, "Hey, Imperium, did you watch SmackDown? Because Daniel Bryan is, <laughs> is gone from SmackDown. Therefore, I think we should recruit we him should do the match. to Imperium. Maybe, and then Daniel Bryan's going to fight Walter." And that's the, that's it. I think End it, game. I think it was more likely because the match has been set up next week with Wolf and yes, Dane. Dane. So uh, I think it's more <laughs> saying like maybe a bit of a warning to Wolf and why There's, did you why did you show mercy last week and stuff like that? But yeah, we can get it translated. Well, I, I still think Wolf's going to get kicked out, and then they need an open slot. It'll be Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Okay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> now I'm getting crazy. <laughs> Samoa Joe versus CM Punk. Kota Bushi versus Kenny Omega. And Daniel Bryan versus Walter. Okay. Book it. Uh, oh, and Samoa Joe versus Tamahiro Tom- Ishii. Okay. Right. Right? Yeah. Those are my go to dream. Oh, Andrade Kenny is actually happening. But dream matches right now, that's where they stand. Gotcha. That's where they stand, people. Hit me up with the dream matches that are, that are doable. Right. Doable dream matches yeah. at Up Next Podcast. We go to a dream match in some people's books. Jake Atlas versus LA Knight. I actually skipped Saray backstage with Zeta, uh, who is, is like, hey, um, like, you, that was great out there. Good stuff. And Tony Storm and Zoe Stark kind of have a face to face interaction here. Tony Storm's kind of being a bit of a meanie, um, with Zoe lately, who lost to Zoe. So, uh, Stark is like, kind of making the save and it's kind of like some people ah jeez more on Tony yeah, Tony later. isn't finished with Zoe yeah. yeah Jake Atlas versus L.A. Knight he has the microphone L.A. Knight that is he says the ruler's back inches sorry does he say inches no incels <laughs> he says incels will be saying my name but that doesn't make you cool uh, Jake Atlas I'm gonna kick your ass so far down the street that you'll need an atlas to find it something like that i loved it uh he goes after jake who runs at him with a single leg drop kick like a leg lariat he goes for a tope but it's blocked with a european uppercut from la knight in the ring atlas comes back with a german suplex for a near fall uh hits him with a super kick to the midsection and these other crazy roundhouse kicks but eventually it's la knight who hits him with the the cutter driver or the bft if i heard correctly mm-hmm. um but uh it's like the party foul the RKO into the face cutter driver thing and LA Knight pins Atlas a quick match but I actually thought this was LA Knight's best match and I think mainly because of Jake Atlas I thought thought it was quite a nice like quick exciting match here and I did like the finish he kind of hit it out of nowhere which I I liked Um, but yeah we'll want to see a bit more from Jake Atlas because I like him and feel he's been floundering a little bit yeah he's pretty good and they kind of put him in this enhancement talent mm. kind of position. So he's, he can kind of get out. Remember, he was having some good feuds with yeah. some people. Yeah. He's kind of, since this Swerve feud, just vanished a bit. Yeah. Got beat up so bad. Yeah. We see more of the way. It's Indy and Candice, and they're backstage. And there's, there seems to be like a, a drawing left for Indy, but Candice quickly hides it as Indy's talking about the problems with, with Dexter. And how they're kind of broken up. I guess they're on a break. I guess. She's not sure. And then Dexter shows up behind the glass. So Candace quickly changes the blinds <laughs> so she can't see her. And says, come on, we need to focus on our match tonight. The women's tag team titles. 
are on the line. We get a vignette for Tony Storm and basically says, Zoe, you don't belong in the same ring as me. You don't belong in the same company as me. You don't even belong or deserve to have the same oxygen as me. Yes. <laughs> says Tony Storm. She says, you don't deserve to breathe, Zoe. You, want, you should die. She goes, I'm a former women's champion and you're a future nobody. Wow. I love that line. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a nobody at the moment, but you're going to be a nobody. Yeah. Wow. So Tony Storm Zoe uh, can never rematch. Yeah, I bought you into this business, and whenever I'm ready, I will take you out. Uh, I think Storm's improved a lot on the mic. I wasn't really a fan of her promos in the past, and I think she's started to um, find this heel character. Uh, it's taken a bit of time, but like she's starting to feel more comfortable with it, and I thought she had some pretty good lines here and sounded good. Yeah, she sounds she sounded better. We go to Legado del Fantasma, Santos Escobar. They're all in their suits in the middle of the ring. Santos says, I was a great champion and I still have a bright future and I will be once again a champion here in NXT. Wild and Raul Mendoza, they call out MSK and say, hey, you're the champs, but you didn't beat us. But last week, we beat you real bad. Yeah, I beat you so bad. Yeah. He says, we embarrassed you, Raul and Wild. We deserve a title match and we want a tag team title match Santos says the measure of, the, of a man is not what he can do for himself but what he does for his brothers and Kushida shows up on the screen like in, near the ringside here and he says Santos last week you made a mistake so next week I'm giving you an opportunity to face me for the Cruiserweight Championship let's do it says Kushida so next week is Kushida versus Santos rematch for the Cruiser title. Yeah, look, looking forward to it. Um, and they later on announced that it will be a two out of three falls match. Yeah. That sounds crazy. Should be pretty good. Those are the best types of matches. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, they're all right. They're usually pretty good. They're normally pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so LDF also looking for the tag titles. Yeah, again, next week just looks looks pretty stacked. They're, they're doing a good job at the moment of booking ahead and booking big matches because um, I'd say a couple of matches tonight felt big and we've got Women's Championship and Cruiserweight Championship now next week. Yeah, because up next is Beth Phoenix interviewing kind of via satellite, I guess you could say, Raquel Gonzalez and Mercedes Martinez. The women's title's on the line next week in a match here. Raquel defending. Raquel says, this title means I'm the baddest and I've gone through a long list to prove it. Martinez cuts her off, which pisses her off. She says, I'm hungry. I have something to prove. You intimidate everyone, Raquel, but not me. I paved the way for you. I've had those long car rides, those you know, horror stories of you know, the ugliness and grittiness, and you're just that cookie-cutter star. You're just the mold that I created. I set the bar. Raquel says, yeah, you set the bar, but you set it down here, and I took it with one arm and placed it so high in the air. <laughs> Uh, you're the first and won't be the last of title defenses. So Raquel Mercedes next week, uh, kind of solid promos from both of them, uh, specifically to get like some, some heat really quickly into this with Mercedes kind of basically like, Hey, I've been on the Indies busting my ass for women's wrestling and I'm just getting recognized now when yeah. people like you just get signed and, and get, you know, PC ified or whatever in the WWE. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked this. Um, it's something I liked about the show as a whole, and I think it's why I enjoyed tonight so much, is 
they kept changing the settings of everything. So you had, um, you had like Grimes, who we'll get to, who is more like properly filmed and a bit more cinematic with his vignettes. Well, he's got money. He's got money. Um, Raquel and Mercedes here with just this split screen interview. Even Kushida, when he issued the challenge to Escobar, it wasn't on the regular Titan Tron on the ramp. It was where the, the kind of fake video crowd normally is. So it just looked a bit different because he's above the the audience and he even had his like Titantron screen either side of him. It, it just mixes it up a lot rather than having in-ring promo, in-ring promo, backstage promo, backstage promo. It made everything feel fresh, fresh and different. And I think they should definitely do this more because um, also the... The, this kind of split screen just allows you to see both people like directly looking at the camera. It's a bit more stripped back. And it, I often feel it's when people kind of cut their better work and it feels more sports-like. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. It makes it feel like when you watch all those sports shows, especially like MMA or boxing mm. stuff, they do this. They, they do the split screen where they talk shit to each other yeah. before the fight next week. That's really real. So, yeah, uh, I thought both of them delivered a solid promo. Uh, we go, and I'm excited for that match next week. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, prediction, obviously, I think Raquel retains. I think so. solid, but I think a, a solid match is what we're going to see. We see Ember, Moon, and Shotzi Blackheart. They're getting ready for their title defense next, the women's tag titles. But as they go to their tank, they see there's a dog in the tank. Mm. Yes, the little doggy, Frankie's dog, Presley, I believe. And they go, hey, cutie, and he runs off. And Shotzi says, uh, not cute, because they realize... That the dog pooped in the tank. Oh, no. Yeah. Dog the doggy poop. pooped in the... Don't you hate when that happens? I do, but that poo is going to get worse and worse. Wouldn't you want to just clean it right away? Even if you know you know exactly whose it is. I guess you've got a match to go to, but... They're like, we can't take the tank out because the dog I'd have at least taken, it. like, the log out and then i can properly scrub later ember says oh it stinks why is it so big the dog is so tiny how could it you know what but can you imagine like you've gone to work you've lost your championship and then you're like fuck i've got to clean that dog shit out my car (laughs) (laughs) they're having a real bad it's like when you realize you have to do your bed sheets at five in the morning (laughs) like we did the other night yeah that's right uh, so that sounds very weird without yeah, context. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we finished moving in and we have a new washing machine in suite and we're like all fancy, but then it decided to not work. We're like, wouldn't it be nice to have clean sheets so we wash it and none of them drained at all? Yeah, and wouldn't dry. So, like, then we had to do like your sheets in the dryer first and then my sheets trying to do it afterwards. And it's like, oh, just we just moved and it was five in the morning and we just like, I just want to go to bed. So, what did I do now? We have a living room though, which we'd never had before yeah. so we'd always just hang in each other's rooms and now i decided well we have we have to wait a few hours for this laundry so i decided to put on uh, oceans 11 oh yeah <laughs> we just watched it and then we watched hair <laughs> and then we watched hair and then just like youtube shit yeah but, uh i want to be like brad pitt in oceans 11 just always eating in every scene so basically what i'm saying is dog shit in the tank is like having to put your sheets on at five in the morning. it's worse yeah it's worse. Uh, so no tank entrance because the dog pooped mm. in the tank. I hope they like get it. Like, how do you dry? How do you get in there if it's in the tank? That's tough. Professionals, <laughs> professional cleaners. Yeah, the Kenny cleaner. We before we go to the main event though, we see a hotel, the Vanguard Theater or something like that. Mm. Something real fancy. 
and it's Cameron Grimes, and he's celebrating his win tonight. He's going to the club. He's wiling out. Uh, clearly, everyone's vaxxed down down in Florida. And he goes to, to get a, a booth and stuff, but apparently someone's bought the whole building, and he turns around, and it's Ted DiBiase, who says, why buy the booth when you can buy the building? Ha, 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 ha. And walks off, calls him kid, and Cameron Grimes ends with the, the, the zoom-out drone shot of him yelling, that Ted DiBiase. Where do you see this going? Because uh, if, no if it's just a one-off vignette, like last week, it's like, oh, it's funny, it's to get that cameo. But now it's two weeks in a row with the Ted DiBiase cameo. It makes me think... Manager. Yeah. Is it going to be a manager, or is he going to manage some sort of rival for Cameron Grimes maybe Diamond Mine is his Diamond Mine because he's diamonds yeah yeah uh, maybe it didn't really like the MMA and stuff didn't really look very Teddy DiBiase used a great submission called the Million Dollar Dream he did aka the money clip he did he's a submission expert expert Um, but yeah I wonder it feels now there's two weeks in a row that there's more to this and maybe yeah maybe a manager role but a match I don't know if Grimes (laughs) needs that no, he doesn't. So it could be like a tryout thing, and then he he should beat the shit out of Ted DiBiase. Yeah, maybe. To get the heat. Yeah. Why not? Speaking of managers, we haven't seen Bivens and Rust for a while. Oh, yeah. Because he's a diamond in the rust. Oh. Right? Maybe. Diamond. Diamond mine. Diamond. Simon. Yeah, you could have it be Bivens stable. Yeah, the diamonds. It could be Tyler Rustin in the shift. <laughs> Dude, is, is that all he's got? Yeah. If he, not the million dollar arm industry guy, the one guy with the million dollar arm. Yeah. Fuck. John Ham. John Ham. <laughs> <laughs> we go to our main event. It is the women's tag team titles here in NXT on the line. The champions, Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, come out. No tank, but they have a Freddie and Jason attire here mm. Shotzi Blackheart rocking the Freddy Krueger like sweater type gear with the hair with her hair and then like the claws come out and Ember's wearing the mask and it's hard to do Jason when you take the mask off because then you're just like in like ratty clothes yeah but uh, they still look cool they specifically look cool. Shotzi cool Shotzi entrance. looked yeah. badass as hell yeah and they'd glittered up their titles as well they pimped it up with Whoa. some green glitter wow yeah well because they're all like spooky and right i feel it just means you're gonna lose it when you pimp up your title. remember uh, when naomi did the like light up title yeah and they were like ah let's put it on natalia when edge made the rated r he lost it right mm. away so yeah it's true well this match starts off and it's a brawl the, the commentary mentioned this goes all the way back to halloween havoc so it is spooky because these this feud has been has been boiling so candace and indy have it out for ember and shotzi here there's um Back and forth, everyone's fighting each other. But Indy, sorry, it's Shotzi and Ember who hit in stereo drop kicks between the trash cans, then double lids to the face of Candace. Indy comes back with a pump kick to Ember, sending her over to the barricade into these chairs. There's then this like face buster onto Hartwell onto the chairs. They then set up all these chairs on the outside, and then a chair on top of four chairs, and then they put Indy on the chair, and Shotzi and em- Shotzi's teasing where Ember's holding the ropes, that Shotzi's going to do the dive onto the chairs. We've seen her do this. We've mm-hmm. talked about how we've, we've watched some of her evolve stuff, and we've talked about how this is... The moment the I saw... Brandy Lauren match. Yeah, it? it was Shotzi versus Brandy Lauren, where Shotzi did a dive into this, these 
this mountain of chairs, but Brandy got out of the way. So Shotzi just eats all these chairs. And it was the moment I was like, this woman is amazing. She yes. just ate all these chairs. And she's teasing it here. This spot would look totally nasty. And as all of us hold our breath, Candace out of nowhere with a fire extinguisher blocks the Save spot. Save Shotzi's like, <laughs> yeah, she pretty much saved Shotzi. Like, no, 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 no. Trust no. me, it's like a cat <laughs> with a water spray bottle. Like, M- <laughs> sorry, uh, India would have hurt, but you'd have just fallen off a chair. Shotzi would have gone crashing through five chairs. It would have hurt everyone. Yeah. Everyone, both of them involved with this. You're running at someone who's sitting on top of four, so five chairs in total, mm. and you're running at them. Jumping through the ropes. Yeah, no. So you really can't just Good get her. Good tease, though. Yeah, great tease. Get the heat there as well. And Candace put it out with the fire extinguisher. Mm. Uh, so that looked really cool. We go to a commercial break. When we come back, Ember and Shotzi get back on some offense. I'm getting real Team Extreme vibes from Shotzi and Ember. They're doing real like Jeff Hardy, yeah. Matt Hardy, Lita st- style stuff. Um, <sighs> there's then uh, a double team cutter from uh, the good guys here, which looked pretty cool. There's then a spot where they set up Candace on the outside on a ladder and can and Shotzi jumps off the top rope with a senton back senton onto Candace, but the ladder doesn't really break. So it's like Candace it, it cracked a bit, yeah. It cracked, but I am the ladder. Did not uh, break here, but looked really crazy, really mm. dangerous. Uh, there's then Indy and Ember in the ring, and Indy then hits Ember with a spine buster onto another ladder, which looks like it really sucks. Ember uh, was Either sell it. I'm like, I'm sure this hurt. You're getting spine busted yeah. on a ladder. But her selling was either fantastic or this one really, really hurt her. She was like in a lot of pain. Yeah. You can see from this. Ouch. Uh, I sleep on a pillow wrong and my back hurts. So yeah. like, I don't want, I could imagine a spine buster onto like the jagged parts of the ladder. That's why we've got, that's why we got chairs, chairs that massage yeah. us while we record that's now. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. We got gamer chairs that you click a button and it feels nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that she's going to need that after taking a spine buster. I feel there's been a lot of like Tobias Funke um, innuendo. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just press a button and it feels nice. <laughs> if only life could be like that. Uh, there's an assisted moonsault from Candace and in Indy where she like lion salts onto the ladder onto Shotzi, which looks nuts. There's then uh, a Shotzi who breaks up a bunch of moves there. They are fighting around the commentary desk, and I think Shotzi grabs Wade's mug and smacks it over uh, Indy's back. Indy, and it like shatters, and Wade's really mad that not only did he lose his shoe, but he lost his mug. He lost his cup. Was yeah. it an Everrise mug? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Borrowed it from Tom. We do need them, the Everrise mugs. <laughs> we need our own mugs. We do, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're all fighting around the, the commentary desk and Shotzi lays Indy out onto the table and then Shotzi climbs the lighting grid, the scaffolding thing here, and then jumps off with a flying crossbody splash off this scaffold thing, flying through the air, through Indy, through the announce table. This looked absolutely insane. Love this spot. Wow. Yeah, the... Because you saw her climb up and we were looking and going, that's pretty far that's away from high. the table and a bit of an awkward angle. She hit it perfectly. In midair, she turns direction of her body to hit the cross thing the other, like, wow, like, yeah, you gotta be, great. you gotta know what you're doing to do this. This looked really impressive. Just crazy. What a badass, uh, Shotzi Blackheart is. Meanwhile, in the ring though, it's Ember who's alone with, with Candace. Sorry, no, I think Shotzi somehow gets back up and it's Ember who's been taken out as well. And it's 
it's Candice and Shotzi who are going at it. And Candice lays Shotzi out, puts a chair down in the middle of the ring, and hits Shotzi with the wicked stepsister. It's that face stomp, the surfboard mm. face stomp, but with the chair on the ground as well. So Shotzi's face just gets stomped into the chair. Indy had hit her springboard elbow through the table. To on Ember, the on your right, so yeah. So taking her out. So Candice taking out Shotzi with the stomp, pins her, and new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. This is the way. Yeah, the way. Win the titles on Star Wars Day. That's right. May, May the 4th be with you. Uh, this was really fun. Um, I thought they this felt way bigger than their takeover match, which just felt a little thrown together for me. Whereas yeah. they've really built up this feud since that takeover with the the vicious beat down the other week with the the vase smash and all of that. Uh, so this felt deserved this street fight, and I thought they worked really hard. Some really scary moments in it. I hope they're all okay. I I think these sort of street fights, and it's it's got nothing like I'm. I think it's fucking awesome that women are doing this as well. But I think just because of the the body types, like a senton through the ladder. Like when it's someone like tiny, like Shotzi, it's it's a lot more scarier to watch than a big muscly dude going through a ladder, you know. Um, and I, I think it it heightens the kind of um, like the violence and the fear watching it, um, which makes it exciting. I, I hope they're all fine, but I, I thought this was a really enjoyable match. Yeah, I really loved this match. All four of them uh, were really impressive. Obviously, Candice LeRae gets like always like people are always saying hey she's one of the best wrestlers like full stop mm. and I, I always think every time i watch candace i'm like man she's such a good wrestler and in this like street fight style we've seen her with used weapons and stuff like that she gets pretty crazy with it and then indy is someone i know we we, we just recently did a melbourne city wrestling throwback review of brewery brawl um and she is known as impressive indy harwell and it's like that's exactly what she is and tonight definitely like some of the big moves and stuff she was hitting like just it was a spot fest but yeah. it was so much fun like yeah. there was always something going on um and yeah it didn't feel i mean sure there were some silly spots but it didn't feel just like jumping off shit for the sake of no it. no i mean maybe it was shotzi did just jump off a load of shit but Man, i don't know I, this crazy. didn't anger me like sometimes when i'm watching i'm like why are you doing that ah and i love the the freddy versus jason gear that mm. they had going on there which lo- looked really cool shotzi looks like a star she, and jumping off that thing was crazy so uh i yeah i really loved this episode of nxt honestly uh rough versus swerve which opened the show was just crazy like what a cr- match where they were just both taking insane bumps, but you could say that the same thing about the main event. Like all four of them were just taking crazy bumps. Uh, so honestly, both of those matches were like my match yeah. of the night from the show. Really loved, loved uh, it. Me too. The, the opening and the, and the close I thought were great. I, I really enjoyed this whole show though. I think the, the pacing of it was great. I, it flowed so well. Uh, I already mentioned earlier, just kind of how everything, everything felt different. Every single segment felt different. And it was really nice to see, a focus on just fresher talent because I think we've been saying for a while that um, NXT just feels the same because it's just been Champer and Gargano and Cole for so long. And I think having Cole kind of sit off TV for a bit is a good idea, is a good decision. Um, they're going all in on the way. 
Um, I know we, we well, I've been up and down being fans and not fans of them, but they're going all the way with them. All the way. All the way uh, with giving them the North American and the tag titles now. So, but they they have won me over recently. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was a solid episode, and I think NXT have been on quite the streak recently. This is this was a really good episode of NXT. Like, top to bottom, a, a great wrestling show. You had great matches. Mm. You had, like, mix of different styles of wrestling, but then you also had great promos from, like, a lot of people who put in, like, the hard work, and it's it's showing off. People are definitely improving here in this in this oh, system. Yeah. If this is supposed to be developmental, well, it's, it's absolutely working, but it's definitely, like, a way above developmental. It's, it's becoming... It's feeling like the nxt we like love like a well put together package show and it felt like that so put together so clean so it good. really feels like um their main focus is the the women's division i think they know that they've got something sure. very special in the women's division because uh the women main evented again tonight and yeah. next week's the women's championship so i'm sure that's going to main event and i think they they realize kind of like we've been seeing with AEW, where they've gone oh darby allen is actually doing pretty good rating so he's been what three four weeks as the main event now in a row um to be like yeah let's put trust in him it feels like that's what nxt are doing with the women right now and rightfully so because it's it's great the division's great next week looks stacked title matches the women's title match raquel and mercedes and then uh kushida versus santos and even uh oh and the north american title the sorry no it's theory and cross Next week, right? Oh, sorry. So, is oh no, it is Bronson and yeah. I think Bronson and Gargano. Is, I think so. Or it, that's not scheduled yet. I think oh, okay. that's just happening. Maybe. Got you. Um, but even things like Dane v. Wolf, I can't say I'm excited about the match per se, but I I am interested in this Imperium story. story. So, uh, yeah, I think they're doing a great job with kind of promoting ahead, just doing logical booking. You can. You can see the seeds being planted for all these feuds moving forward. Uh, yeah, very good show this week. Yeah, easy, super easy show to watch. I know NXT moving to two hours. People are like, oh, that's just more wrestling. But uh, they've, they've been knocking out the park as of late. And they you're right. They're establishing new stars, whether it be showing us that the main four guys here in the title picture are Cross, Finn, Kyle, and Pete, which I'm like, yeah, all four of these guys are pretty talented. And I'm super in, invested in that. But then you also showed me your... Your, who was it? Asher Roth? No, Asher Hale, Anthony Henry. Yeah. Like you're showing me little snippets of, of up and coming people. You're mm-hmm. Zoe Stark and stuff Zeta like that. Ramea. Yeah, you're showing me little glimpses of people. I'm like, and potentially these could be the stars down the line. So mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see where it goes. But this, this was a, a good episode and it makes me want to watch next week. Yeah. Me which too. is something they, wrestling doesn't do too much lately. But yeah. Do you think, uh, part of that is the move as well? Um, not that it, makes a difference whether it's Tuesday or Wednesday, but just not having the, oh, we've got to watch AEW after, or AEW's happening at the same time. It's more like, oh, Tuesdays, I can sit down, I can enjoy NXT, I don't need to worry about going on Twitter and reading a spoiler or anything, I can just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, true. Um, I've definitely found my enjoyment's gone up. Yeah, enjoyment's definitely gone up. Uh, Obviously, we're in up, Up Next, we do NXT every week, that's kind of our shtick, but like, it's made me feel like it's it's a whole different thing. I don't have to compare it as much to the other show mm. and and everything like that. So yeah, uh, and it makes AEW feel better too. Yeah. So and, and AEW's kind of not been that super great lately. Uh, as as much like some of it's kind of been hit or miss for me. But mm. that's for a different show. 
tomorrow night for BD Elite. Yes, so we also do that show. You can hear us talk all about Darby and stuff like that. Because I I do love AEW lately, but a few weeks, there's some stuff I'm like, uh, what? What's (laughs) going on? So thoughts on that on BD Elite. But that was NXT. Thumbs up from us. Uh, I know we are in the midst of changing the feedback policy, the feedback thread. So let it be known now. Join that Facebook group. Um, because Tuesdays we'll post up a thread on the Facebook group and you can write your comments or questions in there and we can uh, read them here on the show as well. Yes, we can. But we do have some feedback. Oh, okay, tonight, yeah. Um, at forum.postwrestling.com. Um, so uh, let's start with Ari from Montreal. Although I am totally for women having street fights, hardcore matches, it's thought to watch. Uh, it's tough to watch sometimes. Both Candice's and Indy's bumps were tough to watch, ladder and table spot. These women have to stop with these dangerous spots. It was the same in the Becky and Charlotte match and the number of times Sasha has been in horrific bumps. It takes me out of the matches immediately. When the ladder or tables don't break, it can cause more harm than good, especially for the competitors. I know it happens in men matches also, but it seems like it happens more with women. Could be because they are just lighter. What do you guys think? Yeah, I kind of... Uh, I agree that it looks worse. Whether it is actually worse or not, I don't know. But I would say we haven't really heard of like that Becky and Charlotte match that either have come out with particularly horrific injuries or anything. So I, I definitely, I definitely agree that it does look worse just because you see. But it would be the same if I see Marco Stunt go through a table or Rey Mysterio go through a table. You know, right, like yeah. younger Rey when he wasn't as like muscly. Yeah, it's just the lighter bodies. I think looks kind of scary. When they're taking these bumps. Yeah. Uh, I can't find the, the forum. It's for patrons only, I believe, on the forum right now. Okay. Um, well, you go for it. So Read all the feedback. Have you got the Facebook, though? Uh, well, I only see one here. And it's from Mike Hogan, who says, Cross looked like he belonged on Big Break. Huge snooker <laughs> energy. What an absolute bellend. And, of course, nobody is scared of him. Opener was great. Loved them putting Swerve in a prominent position. Loved the decision to give him a group, and to have stables in NXT. Main event was nuts. Those four women went all out. Enjoyed the show. Seems like NXT is building some momentum again. Reminded me of some of the first two-hour shows when you knew you'd get one or two highlight matches and a good variety of talent highlighted. Next week's show is crazy stacked. Good stuff. Mm. Fire Frank says, Really enjoyed this episode. Great episode to kick off the new BDE era. Swerve and Ruff was fire. New stars debuting. Setting up big matches for next week and teasing Cross's next challenger. Wild main event. The two teams put it all on the line. Congrats to Candice and EO. Sorry, Candice and Indy. Shout out Laboom. Shout out the tower. Ah, yes. Uh, shout out the tower. Yeah. Shout out the tower. Uh, yeah. So many evolve like indie people like 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 going hard here in NXT. So uh, you do love to see it. Uh, we go to Andrew from Cape Breton. So now that NXT is not against AEW, I'm starting to get back into it more. And the main difference from the main roster, other than no one getting a rose stuck up their ass, is in the depth of the roster. Yeah, did you see that? No, what happened? Um, Angel Garzas told Drew, Drew Gulak that he was going to shove a rose up his ass. So in the match, after he beat him, he yeah. took out a rose, put it in his pants, and like PK'd the rose up his ass. Oh my god. Yeah, you're missing out. Missing out. You're missing out. Yeah. I'm just out here watching Ocean's Eleven when I should be watching <laughs> Raw. 
Uh, there were, Andrew continues, there were four legitimate title contenders along with Cross in that segment with the whole roster of people underneath them who aren't just 24-7 geeks or in tag teams. The possibility for fresh matches is there, and I'm definitely more in favor for just stockpiling people in NXT if the SmackDown is only going to have eight women on the active roster at a time. That being said, they still have issues of problematic people. I don't know what Drake Younger was angrier about during that pull-apart. The fact the women were fighting or the fact they were likely on birth control and have bodily anatomy. Six out of ten show. Clearly, Andrew is not a fan of Drake uh, Younger. <laughs> I don't think many are right now. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I know what he means about how like the whole division, the whole roster is taken seriously. It allows for more fresh matches. You know, like, if you didn't make, like, a fucking Heath Slater or Bo Dallas a joke, like, I'm not saying they're the most exciting wrestlers, but you have so many more opportunities. I don't know why you'd want talent on your roster where you're like, their shit, their shit, their shit. Yeah. You know? Because you're seeing the same match. We've seen Apollo versus Big E for the 17th time, and it's probably happening again next week. Whereas <laughs> you make some of your talented, your Akira Tozawas, your Drew Gulaks actually mean something and sure they might not rack up the wins but don't have them comedy characters that just lose all the time it makes a daniel bryan versus a drew gulak mean something or a fucking edge akira tozawa i don't know like nxt does it right with them definitely they definitely make people seem important and finally we go to magan who says candice LeRae is no longer the bridesmaid it's long overdue that she won an nxt title the way you have the mid-card on lock, but I suspect Candice's meddling with Index will bite her. That said, the main event street fight was chaotic. The segment with Cross, Kyle O'Reilly, Balor and Dunn set the table for the title picture in the short term. O'Reilly versus Cross should be the end game. Adam Cole remains out of sight, out of mind. I would be excited for Cross Gargano, but they're a little miscast if they do uh, face off. Zach Gibson got the boot, literally. Frankie Monet's causing trouble everywhere she goes. Her pooch dropping a deuce in Shotzi's tank won't endear her any further. Saray versus Ada Ramir was a solid match. Leon Ruff and Swerve Scott broke out the tool shed with a wild Falls Count Anywhere match. Austin Theory is a dead man. Oh, man. What a, what a way to end it, Magan. That was NXT. It was poop jokes. It was boob jokes. It had everything. Yeah, you ever needed all of it everything. in your wrestling. Yeah, honestly. Fantastic. Hey, thank you for listening to us talk about NXT. We talk about it every week. Like we mentioned, BD Elite is the Dynamite show, as well as all the other shows on the Patreon, including all the up yours. There's movie reviews. Was next. Uh, we talked about some awesome old NXT regarding Cassius Ono and William Regal. Mm. That storyline is ramping up. So we started from the beginning of NXT. And we're going through. We're in 2013 March and. Yeah, there's some good stuff going on there as well. We just recorded a few of the Was Next that just came out the past few weeks. And all the best matches ever, all that stuff, all the podcasts, patreon.com slash up next. North American tier gets you access to all these shows and access to all the past shows in the catalog. So all the past shows you get access to. Only five bucks. And that's uh, how we uh, make a living. Yeah, and (laughs) join us tomorrow. We're going to be doing a live watch along for Blood and Gut. So 8 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash up next podcast. We'll be, yeah, doing a live watch along and then sticking around for our poll show. As always, uh, BD Elite. And if you are a patron of us, patreon.com slash up next, 
you'll be able to call in. Give us your thoughts. What did you think about AEW this week? What did you think about NXT or anything else in the world of wrestling? We love to hear from you. Yeah, we want all your Andrade, Kenny Omega thoughts and oh, other yeah. potential dream matches. Wild theories. That we can do. I love it. Uh, so thank you for joining us here. Follow the socials at Up Next Podcast. And I myself, Braden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at the D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. And uh, as we continue to unpack, by the time uh, we do a show maybe next week, we'll have a completely new set. Because yeah, no shadows. Not just a wall right now. <laughs> but we're in the middle of a move still. We're still getting things sorted. So we've had we, we've ordered some things for this set. Yeah. We're excited to share We are with you. excited. I mean, for the watch-along, it's going to be fun. We're just going to be on the couch. Yeah, it'll be, be nice. Yeah, it's great. So uh, better set coming soon. Oh, yeah. We'll look more pro, we promise. Way more pro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. May the fourth be with you. And for Candace and Indy, this is The Way. Ahoy! There are all different sizes of businesses. Big business, small business, that awkward growing phase business, the running this thing from my garage business, and the OMG we can't hire fast enough business. Wherever you are in your business journey, HubSpot's powerful but easy-to-use CRM platform grows with you. It lets all of your teams work together seamlessly, whether that's just you and your roommate or colleagues across multiple time zones. Grow better with HubSpot by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. Learn more at HubSpot.com. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.